0: back film fans <laughs> to a brand new episode of quality check podcast i'm one of your hosts daniel posey and joining me across the internet drew douglas you How know are you okay uh well zoom is not okay i just had this air pop up while the intro was happening and it said music question mark so <laughs> i think i broke my computer so hopefully we're still recording and bringing you a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast because we've got a lot of fun things to cover and talk about because it is the beginning of March, meaning we are going to do a pop culture pick and we're going to change up the format a little bit. We're doing something brand new and we're expanding our picks. Normally we do three, but instead we're going to talk about five things coming out in the month of March and we're excited I want to share with you.
2: March is loaded. It's loaded like uh, Ben Affleck after Ooh. a Celtics game,
0: and before he ended up doing the way back, which I still need to see.
2: It's you sad. do. It's it's
0: great. We were talking about uh, Ben Affleck before recording, but we are uh, we're getting kind of a double dose of him on HBO this month since Argo is now on HBO. Got to got to do a rewatch.
2: A movie I almost bought the other day and then I looked and noticed it was on HBO slate of movies coming out in February. This was a couple of weeks ago. I haven't seen it since it came out in
0: theaters. Hot take. Ben Affleck, beard or no beard?
2: If Affleck's looking good, he's looking, uh, he's not bloated and he's looking fit and healthy, I say no beard. I don't mm. something about his beard I don't
0: necessarily like. What about stubble? Yeah, definitely got to have the stubble. Oh man, I just, I, I'm i excited because I, I want to dive into talking about a little bit more Affleck, but before we get into covering our pop culture picks for the month of March, let's talk about what we may have missed in February. Um, there were several things that I had listed that did not make my list that were, I technically had three movies, four movies, and one of those... Movies that did not make my list. It should have super freaking good. And it's Judas and the Black Messiah. Watched it. I'm going to be re-watching it on HBO Max before it leaves here in a couple of days. But um, there's uh, there's nothing technically that I missed per se. What about you?
2: Well, I still need to see that.
0: Hands down, if that were released last year, it would have been my favorite movie of the year, of 2020. I'm excited. I hope I hope it lives up to all this hype. So, are you done with what you missed? There's, you know, I found an album, a new one from Neil Young, and yeah, I I can't believe I missed that. And is this
2: the one that was supposed to come out like 20 years ago, and it's just it just finally got released?
0: Yeah. Okay. And it, it stinks because I was scrolling through a list online earlier, and it popped up Neil Young. I'm like, wait, what? And then I'm like, oh. It's just like randomly dropped in the month of February at the very end. And like, I haven't heard anything about it.
2: That hasn't even been fighting with Trump to get him to stop playing his music. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and that, that's pretty much what's happened. So I need to, after we're done, I'm going to be blasting some Neil Young.
2: I mean, when did that come out though? Cause Homegrown came out June, 2020. That's the one
0: that was like
2: recorded way back in the seventies. And then for some reason didn't get released.
0: Let's see here. Under the rust bucket, I'm pulling it up now because way down in the rust bucket. That's it. Way down, yeah. Um.
2: Oh, it's a live album and concert film from part of his Neil Young archives.
0: And now, yeah. So that's kind of a wow. This
2: is this was recorded way back in 1990.
0: Yeah, which is insane to think that it's 20 years old. 30 years old 30 years old at this point but
2: well that's kind of fun that he's doing that
0: yeah so i mean i came across that on the list i'm like wait he did that and yeah so i'm i'm interested to see uh and well here so i'm going to cue that up for after we're done recording because kind of get in some neil young
2: I mean, he's got something lined up for March 26th, um, Young Shakespeare, new live album and concert film. So he's just like putting all these together. That was recorded way back in
0: 1971.
2: Man. Think of all the people that were at that show that have passed away or now are like in their 60s and 70s. That's kind of weird to think about, right?
0: Yeah. Or yeah, where they were like rebellious teenagers and now they're just like... Chilling out in retirement homes.
2: They're in little nursing homes. Um, that's kind of fun. You know, I didn't necessarily have anything that I missed. I would say that I had something that I overlooked. I had Clarice on my list. I haven't watched an episode because the reviews have been so poopy. <laughs> yeah. So I can't speak to the quality of that show. But I can say that there's a show on CW. It's called Superman and the Lois. Ooh-hoo. And I dismissed it. I've been done with the quote-unquote Arrowverse for a while now. I had no interest in watching a superhero on superhero show on CW because, honestly, if it's cheap looking, I I tend to lose interest. It's just it takes me out of it, the the low budget feel of some of these shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up watching the first two minutes out of curiosity, and I was just like blown away. The opening ended up really good. Yeah, it was great. It was just like this recap of Superman. The story just sets everything up. I finished the episode and was just completely impressed by not only the quality um but i think this guy that plays superman freaking rules and i'm Mm -hmm. this is the best live action superman stuff we've gotten in a long time
0: yeah yeah i would agree with that i i was very impressed and i happened to watch it on a whim totally forgot that it was premiering and then just so happened to have it on at that time came on And the opening caught me and I'm like, I may actually start watching this show live.
2: Yeah. I, well, you know, I have YouTube TV and it doesn't have CW, which is an issue. Ah, so I'm going to be having to, I guess, (laughs) watch these. uh, I just use the CW app to watch this last one. So I'll, I'll just have to wait, but I'm all in on this. I hope I just wonder, uh, I was just like this episode was just so well shot and it it didn't look super cheap. It didn't, I I know since it's part of uh, it's going to be on HBO Max, you know, shortly after it's run on the CW, that they upped the budget a little bit to make these Mm -hmm. look a little more cinematic. And I'm hoping that's consistent through the season and they didn't just pour millions into the pilot and then the rest is when it kind of looks, you know, a little cheaper. But that was something I overlooked. I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, I, to be honest, have. I dismissed it because of like all the other shows that followed on the CW in the Arrowverse including the big build up that happened the big crossover uh series I just like totally pushed it to the wayside cuz I kept hearing bad things just like okay super okay things and like you described it as looking cheap and that's just kind of what it seemed like to me so I assumed the same way would be for the show and it was not that way at all And the storytelling, too, was really good. And I'm going to say this may be the best thing that the CW has put out in terms of cinematography, graphics, at least from what I've seen. And it's interesting. This could be reigniting your interest now in returning to the CW.
2: Well, I can tell you it's not going to do that. (laughs) Because I have no interest in, in watching... Um, the Flash. I, I used to, I watched, I don't know, five and a half seasons of The Flash and then I just had enough. I, season one's really good. Um, I just think it, it just got worse as it went along. And I watched every episode of Arrow minus the series finale. It's the only one I haven't watched because the second to last episode, actually, it might be the last two. I think the second to last episode was like a backdoor pilot for like the Black Canary sh- spinoff show mm. or something. Um So whatever, you know, that third to last episode, just, it just, I was like, that's it. I don't, I can't even finish
0: this. (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: And then uh, I never liked Legends of Tomorrow and uh, Supergirl. I just, I can't get into it. It's just, it's cheap. So uh, I think I only did two picks last month. And the other was Foo Fighters, which I've listened to in full. The new album, Medicine at Midnight, I don't know, five or six times. Mm -hmm. I have not really gone back to that at all. It's It's definitely low-tier food for me. It's not bad. I just, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. It almost seems like kind of uninspired, a lot of it. And it just, I agree because I've listened to it not as many times, but uh, I'd say three, and it's just okay. Like just mm. yeah,
2: I just don't. I part of me listening to it, I'm like, I don't know what they're going for. It's like yeah. I don't know who Foo Fighters are with this album.
0: Yeah, that's it's a very strange thing for them to do, and I'm I'm curious to hear more from Dave Grohl after the fact. Like not necessarily in a month, but like say a few years, what he's going to say about this album.
2: They're usually pretty honest mm-hmm. when you know years down the line, they're honest about how they feel about previous records and some, sometimes it's interesting that they don't like stuff and I'm like, man, I think that one rules. Yeah. But they just have memories of making it just being complete hell. So I don't know. I, I don't think they're at that position where they're making music and being miserable. So I think this was an experiment in some ways. I don't know. I guess, you know, girls got that new show coming out on Paramount plus it's like him and his mom, really? something about him and his mom. It's like a reality type show or something, That service has so much news in recent days that I'm legit probably going to get it.
0: That, honestly, I was really tempted to put that as one of my picks for March, but I decided not to. Because it could change. It's one of those things that, based on what they've announced, including the friggin' movies that will come out on that, including the new Mission Impossible, like Mm -hmm. that's
2: that's nuts. 45 days after theatrical release, that's... That's pretty quick.
0: You know, I feel like we almost need a moment of silence because of even though all this crazy good news was happening about Paramount+, Plus, there's also some sad news about something that we covered for two years here on the podcast, and it is Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. It's going away. Okay, you
2: need to explain. Yeah, okay. It's going away, so let's have our moment of silence. I was waiting for you to finish, and you never did. (laughs) Well it's because what, I'm so sad. I'm holding back the tears. We'll do a moment of silence real quick, but I also have some good news when we come out of it. Good. All right. So let's do the let's do a moment of silence real quick. The good news is they say it wasn't canceled. This was their choice, according to Simon Kinberg. I don't know if Peel has responded, so I guess it's possible it could come back. People really hated that, though. If you look on the comments on a lot of these websites where they posted this news, people are like "good riddance" because this was awful. <laughs> I and mean, Kinberg was just like, "We we got twenty episodes. We told all the stories we wanted to tell." I feel like, I that's not entirely true.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's nuts is when you had mentioned that to me, I'm like, well, I mean, it's not that bad in terms of like I don't, I don't feel bad about it being like technically at that time. I thought they it was canned, but it sucks because like, and I think season two is overall a better season than season one. But it's like, man, eh, I mean, okay. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not that bummed by it.
2: No, and we know it's going to come back. I, I had basically no reaction when I saw it, other than oh, well, we can't cover that anymore. <laughs> it, yeah. it wasn't like a sad reaction; it was just like oh. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm going back, and the users have rated the very last episode of the final season the lowest of the series, so it went out with a whimper. <sighs>
2: Oh, man. I I honestly couldn't tell you which season's better at this point. It's all a blur. Oh. And I remember good and bad in both seasons. I feel like I did like season two better.
0: I liked it better. And it's weird because there were a few who listened to our first coverage of season one of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Season two, there were like a handful that were like, man, I just never watched any episodes. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Because one of them... I would say, is a huge fan of the original Twilight Zone series. But it's like, I guess they got burnt out. But the other thing that I heard is that, well, if you get got another show, as in Black Mirror, doing stories better than that Twilight Zone, then why exactly give Twilight Zone a shot? I'm like, huh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. I've still yet to see a lot of uh, Black Mirror.
2: We only did like one episode on season two. We didn't cover every episode.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think we were
2: it is because of the format they released it all at once that was Mm -hmm. our logic in that so if they're going to do that we're going to do that to them too (laughs) and the fact that they wouldn't give us any early episodes
0: yeah screw cbs cbs all access can can blow yeah that's uh good riddance to cbs all access we reached out to them multiple times and it's just like all right well fine time time to move on to paramount plus (laughs) <laughs> it's the same thing though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you're you're tempted to end up getting Paramount Plus at this point, right? I think it's probably pretty likely. Ooh, I'm gonna have to kill something though. Oh man. You think Hulu? Well,
2: the problem the pro I would say yes, but the problem is I do ESPN Plus Disney Plus Hulu bundle.
0: Oh so it's only like 17 bucks. I wanna so, but they'll bundle that Paramount Plus with Showtime, I assume, right? I hope so, because they have the deal on Apple.
2: It's like $10 a month, which is a steal.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, now let's go ahead and dive right into our March pick-em, starting with number five at the very bottom. So, Drew, what do you have? I think, as you said, I think there will be a little bit of overlap, but I'm really curious, now that we have five for this month, what you've got. So, starting at number five.
2: My prediction is that we have... I want to say we're going to have... Four of the same picks. Oh, My number five comes out March 2nd. It's the new novel from Stephen King. It's called Later. Ooh. It's King's third book under the hard case crime label following the Colorado kid in Joyland. And I got to be honest with you, I have no clue what this is about. Mm-hmm. But it is the first of two new King books coming this year. Billy Summers is a crime novel coming out in August. So he's on a crime kick.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah well it's great because i've yet to really dive into those books i think i may wait until this comes out and then read that and then work in reverse order i haven't
2: read the colorado kid but joyland's good
0: yeah that's on that's been sitting on my little ottoman for several months now and i keep looking at it like all right maybe tonight's the night haven't started it but i think i'm going to save that and do like a double feature but pick up later because it's a short read it's a short book
2: yeah it's like 300 pages the audio the audiobook six hours i'm wrapping up the dark tower three the wastelands um i have about four hours left so i'm going to finish that this comes out in a couple days and do you have any clue what later is
0: about i read a synopsis when it was first released and that's whenever they ended up releasing the uh the book cover and I was kind of intrigued by it because the main thing, like you said, it's a crime with, with King being on his crime kick. But all I really know is that, I want to say it's about a single mother.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, I don't know if it's where... It's like
2: she, her and her teen or something that are...
0: Yeah, and it's like, I don't I don't know if her son, if he's an adopted son or her biological son, but I want to say he has powers, but I don't know yeah. what that is.
2: And it seems like she's trying to hide him from someone. Yeah. So it's a little mixture of maybe the sci-fi and his crime. I'm stoked. Yeah, this is going to be a nice, quick, easy read.
0: Yeah, and that's, uh, it looks interesting. It's definitely a throwback. It almost reminds me of, like, if Richard Bachman was still a thing, that he would be doing these hard crime books under Richard Bachman but speaking of Richard Bachman
2: yeah what are you going to say
0: I was going to say some big news you told me about this this is pretty crazy uh, Edgar Wright is going to be doing a, a remake of The Running Man which was technically Stephen King novel under the Richard Bachman name which is, it's kind of cool I think it's great because it's right I'm, I've never read it and I've only seen
2: Schwarzenegger's film which I have a hard time believing is a very um, accurate adaptation. Mm, yeah, um, I'm indifferent on it because I have no connection to the source material, but I do like Ed- Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. so that's why that's exciting. I feel like that's not making a lot of headlines.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's honestly been kind of shoved to the pit because there have been a lot of crazy things happening in movie and TV news over the last couple of days, but that definitely has kind of been silenced. But my uh, it's crazy. My list, number five, I've got to go with a Disney Plus series coming out on Ooh. March 19th. Oh. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know if it would have made my list had we not expanded to five. But, you know, I, I'm very uh hesitant about this because... The trailer that came out got a ton of great positive reaction. I'm now wondering, well, because I thought it was great, but I want to see more. And I mainly just want to see some Wyatt Russell. Just give give <laughs> give me some Wyatt Russell. That's, <laughs> that's what that's I'm funny. asking for.
2: I'm going to be honest with you. That's my number four. So Ooh. we can just segue into it and continue this conversation. One of my notes was, did you know your boy Wyatt Russell was in this? And he plays John F. Walker. So pumped. If you know, he's in the comics and and he is a version, a, a successor of Captain America created by the government. And I'm wondering how big of a focal point he is going to be in this six episodes.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is I'm, I'm, we haven't seen him, right? in the trailers, at least the two big trailers that have been released. I didn't catch him, did you? We've seen Captain.
2: and we've seen him from behind. He's like running onto a football field or something.
0: right. But so, I haven't
2: seen his face, no,
0: yeah, okay. because yeah, that's I, I've been I've been wanting to see that. and that maybe that's why I'm reacting this way because I'm excited for the show, but I'm just like, get get give me a glimpse of some Wyatt. That's all that's all I want. and I am very excited to see what they kind of uh, pull out the stops for, because it's only going to be six episodes. I'm guessing they're going to be closer to an hour each episode.
2: Honestly, after watching WandaVision for these past seven episodes, eight episodes, I have faith that these Disney Plus shows can keep the feel of the movies.
0: Well, you know, with that, I think you're onto something with Disney because... It's almost like with WandaVision and now they're continuing it with Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it's where in a time of where we're not going to theaters, they're bringing that experience to our homes where we can watch that on our couch. And it's a pretty cool idea, pretty ingenious that they're doing this because it really does make me feel as if I'm in a theater every time WandaVision, one of those episodes, begins with the intro, the 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 epic MCU graphic. Mm-hmm. God, because, it was so good to see
2: that again when that episode one started and that starts. Yeah.
0: The, the, oh, the sound, it was so
2: nice to see that again.
0: It just took me back as if I'm sitting in a crowded theater. So with them continu- continuing that with the show... I think this is something that we need right now because it's crazy. My brother-in-law said something that he loves The Mandalorian because it's an escapism in a time that really, it that's all he's really looking for out of TV and movies and everything else is about, you know, talking about coronavirus or, you know, you turn on anything that's on network and typically that's what they're mentioning. And I thought, you know, that's a good point because WandaVision's done it well. Falcon and Winter Soldier is just going to continue that and make it look killer. So I'm pumped. I'm getting more pumped talking about this show now.
2: I think it's it goes back to kind of you know we talked about Superman Lois that feels cinematic, mm-hmm. and if everything's connected, if the movies are connected to the sh- to the TV shows, they have to feel as if they're all created equally. And then so if you're watching a, a Zack Snyder man of steel movie and then you go watch the flash tv show they don't feel the same which is Mm -hmm. why i just have a hard time you know wanting the wanting those two things to be connected but these feel as if they are all one unit Mm -hmm. so i like that they're spending the money to make these feel big budget kudos to disney it's a smart move i mean it's, it's just like let's invest in this make this look good and they could all live in separate spaces, whether it's, you know, on the big screen or at home. So, yeah, and I'm super, super stoked for Loki. Uh,
0: well, and what kind of weirdly gets me more intrigued for Loki, uh, the trailer, I love the music because it's very eerie and kind of ominous, but Owen oh, freaking Wilson.
2: I know. I love that. I forgot he was in it until that trailer.
0: Yeah, and that it's just like the way he talks to him is like, who is he? I like this makes me pumped for Owen Wilson. So we've got Owen coming in that We've got Wyatt. I'm just so happy that Wyatt's going to be in something big like this because he freaking deserves some more attention.
2: I don't know if I ever told you I watched Overlord. And, and, uh, what did you think about it? I didn't like it. I thought it was pretty bad. And I thought he his character was just obnoxious.
0: Yeah, it sucks because like, I had so many high expectations going into that movie. And then it began and we kept hearing about how great the intro and opening was. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right.
2: right. It's the best part of the movie. It just, everything, it just went downhill from that point.
0: And it sucked because that was a movie that I was really looking forward to. And then it's like, it could have taken on this really cool Wolfenstein or throwback 70s movie shockwaves, and it's like didn't. It didn't. It just like fell flat. And that's like the definition of that year of a movie falling flat is overlord. I'm like, dang, because there are like parts of that that Wyatt, when he was talking, I'm like, man, well, I'm getting some snake plitzkin vibes. I never want to see that movie again. Yeah, I I want to rewatch it, but just to see if it got better. But after hearing you say that, I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good.
0: All right, so moving on. My number four is something I'm surprised did not turn into a limited series because there's speculation. Will it be? Will will it not be? Turns out it's just going to be one epic four-hour movie on HBO Max coming out on March 18th, and it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Finally, That's your number three, number four. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah, it's your number four. This is maddening. It's it's weird because, like I said, I ended up changing some things around. I'm like, hmm, what what should I do? And then I um, I was tempted to bump it up. Just it should a little be bit. bumped up for just
2: we're seeing history made, folks. This movie was <laughs> just saying he makes this movie. He's working on it in 2016. They don't like it. He has family tragedy. He just says, I can't deal with this anymore. He leaves. They basically remake the movie. It bombs. <laughs> People lose their crap for years. And then the same studio that said, we don't want this. We don't like this. This is not what we envisioned. They give him $70-plus plus million <laughs> to redo it. You're never going to see this ever again. This is like yeah. the craziest thing. They, there needs to be a documentary oh, yeah. on... I'll just call it the DCEU as a whole, this entire saga and this whole section of the movie is going to be the best part. It's just like, what are they, how much money are that? Have they spent on this freaking film? It's like a billion dollars at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the, the fact that they're releasing it on HBO max now, it's nuts. It's just like, if they're not releasing it in theaters, which why aren't they? I, I'm kind of confused if they're doing the whole uh, day-and-date release for HBO Max and theaters, why are they not bringing this to the theater?
2: I would imagine if, if they're you know spending $70 million to get this finished, you know to finish what was started, to get it in theaters and to market it that way, that's a whole, I don't know how much you add on to that. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm so stoked for this, though.
0: Yeah, well, and as we were texting about it, the other day it's getting me pumped to go and rewatch a lot of Zack Snyder stuff and i kind of want to go on a binge and start with his early stuff but we also got finally a taste of his army of the dead and it's just like with seeing that trailer with approaching the his cut of the justice league we're inching closer to that every single day it's getting me more pumped to see what else he will end up doing because and more importantly, how this movie will look because we got, in the last trailer, a look at Jared Leto back as the Joker who looks freaking awesome. Yeah, I think so too. He looks awesome, sounds awesome, and Batfleck is like all the scenes that we're witnessing with Batfleck again makes me wish we got another Batfleck movie, but we'll never get it.
2: I mean, we could get like an HBO Max series maybe
0: i'd be down for that like i just it.
2: hope i hope this is good for all of our sake because if yeah. this movie really blows <laughs> <laughs> oh. i'm just gonna feel bad for that guy because honestly i've heard nothing you could say whatever about his films um but everyone always says that zach snyder is like the nicest dude mm-hmm. and i i'm so i'm pulling for him that this movie rules and yeah i'm gonna be rewatching all of his films there's there's two that I haven't seen. I haven't seen the animated one, and I haven't seen 300. Mm. So that's those would be my my first watch. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, like, obsessed with that Army of the Dead trailer.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I love the poster, and the first look, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, but it's like what Zach said. He is giving us exactly what he wants, and he's not far from releasing a full-blown trailer, so he'll obviously release more in that and show more, but I'm like, yeah, do I really want to spoil it? So what is your prediction? Do you think that there'll be zombies that are moving fast or slow after him working on zombies that were running in uh, yeah. Dawn of the Dead? I,
2: th- I think we're going to get more traditional slow zombie.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Which is But interesting. I don't know, man. Maybe it's a mixture of both. Oh. maybe they get they, there's ones that are more rabid and they're faster
0: i am I'm, I'm behind it but we'll 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 say more talk about zack snyder and justice league because i'm sure that's going to be your number one
2: um i'm not going to say yes or no but i will say that i think it was variety that had this huge piece on the whole this whole saga and it mentions that in this film, there is like a cameo that's going to blow people's minds. <laughs> it was a character, and apparently that has already leaked online. So be careful, avoid it. Mm. Uh, Cause we got, we got like three weeks left that mm-hmm. I got to try to avoid seeing who this is. And I just like, who could it be? So what's your number three? Uh, my numero three is new music from the band tiger's jaw it's called i won't care how you remember me it's their sixth album and follows 2017 spin which is an album i really love comes out march 5th
1: mm. is,
2: they're an indie rock and roll band and if you don't know what they sound like daniel i'm gonna play some right now for you and you can come back and listen to it okay
0: loves it that's tiger's jaw for you my my future self is saying loves it right now
2: this was um tiger's jaw was among my top five most listened to bands on spotify last year a little fun fact for you along with foo fighters
0: okay interesting so is that your only album on this list
2: yeah and it's one of my most anticipated albums of the entire year man
0: I almost almost had an album, and then it got bumped. And, um, yeah. One of my picks that I've not said yet is the reason why it got bumped. So,
2: What's your uh, numero three?
0: My number three will be interesting to be able to see it how. But this looks like a complete ripoff of the John Wick series from the same guys (laughs) who did the John Wick series. Coming out on March 26th, that got bumped up. And it's Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this movie looks awesome. It just looks like so much fun. And it's a movie that, like, all of these things on my list, one through five, it's, like, what I really want right now. And it's, like, perfect timing. This movie is just, like, I just want to see Bob Odenkirk, better, you know, Mr. Saul Goodman... Going and wrecking shop on a bunch of Russians. Like that looks like a lot of fun. I just I'm ready for it. And like I said, it will be difficult to see like how I'm going to get my hands on this and watch it, but I'm going to because this movie is one of those that, like I said, it may look as a blatant ripoff, but it also looks like kirk will have a lot of fun with it. It'll be fun to see him in this kind of role.
2: It's also oh. got um, Christopher Lloyd in it, who I haven't seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. And in the first trailer, whenever it was revealed, I'm like, whoa. I don't think I've seen him since the last... Uh, was he in the last Sin City, a dame to kill for? And I, uh, I remember... I want to say that was the last time I saw him. So, I'm excited. Hopefully, Lloyd has a larger role. But give me nobody.
2: My number two is a big... Big movie coming out. March 31st on HBO Max and in theaters. Ooh. It's called Godzilla vs. Kong. Ooh, fourth film in the MonsterVerse universe. Directed by Adam Wingard, who did your next guest, Blair Witch, Death Note, which I didn't care for. Mm. And the upcoming Face Off sequel. Yeah. This cast includes uh, our boy Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, and Kong. Loves. I got to be honest with you with the budget that hovers around $200 million. This has got to be arguably the biggest movie that Warner's releasing on HBO and theaters at the same
0: time. Right. Yeah. I mean, does it get bigger than this? Uh, I mean, Dune, but at the same time, that's going to be pushed back to a point where technically I would assume theaters are going to be open. In a way that it should maybe be one of the big, you know, uh, movies. Not good time, but
2: they can say whatever they want. That movie's not going to make any money because Blade Runner didn't. This is along the the same veins. That movie's going to tank.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you do bring up a good point, but um, I mean, I think that would probably be a larger movie. But in terms of Godzilla Kong, that this is huge. This is massive, and it's just like wow. They're just, I guess. Uh, with with uh, Warner Brothers, they ended up writing off a huge check to Legendary for financing this movie, who in which they also financed Dune. But like, that's crazy that they're just like, all right, well, we're going to still do this HBO Max and in theaters. But it's, I mean, I love it. I th- this movie um, just looks like a ton of fun.
2: Been rewatching all these movies so far in the next. So I I have um, all these. I mean, there's only three but uh i have king of the monsters next Mm -hmm. which i'd only saw the one time and i just thought it was okay but i'm gonna give it another shot
0: Mm -hmm. that technically comes after skull island right
2: yeah skull island's in like the 70s
0: Mm -hmm. whoa yeah that's right and godzilla's like modern time yeah yeah i need to go and and re-watch all of those again i haven't but before this um That'll be that'll be a fun like build up to that, but I cannot freaking wait for that.
2: Are you stoked that Scar's guards in it?
0: Yeah. You I, think he'll
2: you think he'll have his shirt off at any moment?
0: I hope. I actually am hoping that he's completely nude except for wearing <laughs> boots. And if I hope you that
2: him and uh, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the stand. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it'd be awesome if him and uh, King Kong just measured peens. Oh,
0: I bet I would not be surprised if that happened. And then he gets killed. He, like, calms (laughs) He just, Uh, like,
2: smashes him real quick.
0: Yeah. And that's going to be how that movie ends. Uh, Yeah, that... um, Would you say this is your biggest movie outside of, like, say, No Time to Die? The, like, biggest movie, like, theatrical movie that's coming out well, no time to die is not coming out on streaming, but this will be the biggest movie that's coming out on streaming that would technically be for theaters for you. Like to see it on theaters, this is like yeah. a, a must.
2: I mean, you took four minutes to say that, but I understand what you're saying. It. Yeah. It's you're you're saying, is this the biggest theatrical film coming that's coming to, stream to streaming? Yeah. That um, uh, I'm looking forward to. You know, if Black Widow was coming out. You know the way that if Disney was doing what WB is doing, then it would be that. But yeah, I think this is probably um, number one for me. I'm try- mm. There's got to be something I'm missing.
0: I mean, if no time comes out just streaming, which it won't, but if it does, that'll be your number one. I would assume, right?
2: I got to be honest with you. The the constant delays. I'm just like losing interest. Whoa. And that might change when we're like two weeks away from the release. But I'm just so sick of stuff being pushed back
0: that it's hindered my excitement for some of these movies. Well, you know, like you said before we started recording, one thing to note about HBO, even though they've gotten a ton of flack for their release, how they went about the business of announcing these movies coming out in theaters and on HBO Max I mean, they're consistently, as you said, they're consistently putting out big movies on streaming and they're not just big, but they're quality movies. And they're
2: giving it to theaters in a a time when theaters are getting no big releases. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. You have to give them some props for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My number two is something that you mentioned earlier. And it is later oh wow
2: this number two
0: yeah i bumped it i bumped it all the way up because i had it low on the list but i'm like yeah i i'm just like i'm excited there's something about this book that's telling me it's going to be good and not just like okay i wonder if this could end up being stephen king's one of his best in recent years there's something just like an intuition and I'm, i'm pumped for this and I haven't said much more outside of what we covered earlier, but it's enough to cause me to put this at number two.
2: My number one is a new CBS comedy. It's, I'm
0: just <laughs> I was like, uh, ooh, that's <laughs> nuts. You've got to kick uh, Zack Snyder to the curb.
2: No, I mean, obviously, Zack Snyder's Justice League is is numero one. Uh, I can't wait for this. And, Gosh, I'm just so
0: excited. Which character are you most excited to return to and spend more time with in his version?
2: Um, probably Cyborg. Because
0: okay. he keeps
2: saying Cyborg's like the heart of the film. And they basically cut him out of the... Whedon did. <laughs> Little pervert Whedon just really butchered it. Him and then the I'm hoping we get some more Flash stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm bet i pretty sure we will. I wonder, do you think that in this version, Flash and Superman have like this camaraderie where they're like making jokes with each other similar to what we saw in the theatrical version?
2: I don't know. I I have no idea what to expect in terms of how much more like Clark Kent slash Superman Mm -hmm. are we getting. Uh, I just can't fully wrap my mind around how different this is going to be. But that article said that... What we saw in 2017 was basically completely reshot. Man. So, I I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's just, it's going to be interesting.
0: Well, and this is technically like half footage that we haven't seen. Half of this movie will be stuff we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What are the chances of them continuing in Zack Snyder's universe?
2: Well, they keep saying there's no chance, but if people love this and they love what was done, they're going to find a way to make more. Yeah, but he said he said he's done with that. He's done with these with like mm. the DC
0: film. So interesting.
2: I don't I don't know. To me, just, I, the whole thing is just so fascinating to me.
0: I I agree what you're saying. If it comes under such praise by people watching it, that Warner Brothers will cut him a deal, and I don't think he'll do anything for theatrical but i wonder if he'll do for streaming so like Mm -hmm. say he does a Batfleck series maybe it's like limited series but he works on that and it's just for hbo max and it's to drive up the content because if they're doing that just for his version of justice league on hbo max and not on theater not in theaters yet uh, it makes me wonder well maybe they'll say hey And the current climate of entertainment, we don't know when we're going to like return to theaters. But right now, we're wanting to push streaming. And with being owned by AT and T, they're of course wanting to like make HBO Max the dominant force over theaters. So I'm going to be surprised if they push for Snyder if it does as well as what I'm expecting and what we're talking about. That they just say, "All right, well now you do stuff, but just for online for streaming." That's my prediction.
2: We need to get. Honestly, we need to get Batfleck six episode Batman series. I'd be down because they're I'd doing whatever the the spinoff is for the Batman.
0: Mm-hmm. Where it's like, is it Gotham? It's not Gotham, is it? But it's, it's
2: it's it sounds like the the Fox Gotham show, but just not complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. Well, and that'll be interesting to see uh, how they work in the other characters. But, yeah, I don't... I mean, if they work into the the DC multiverse of, like, the different uh, Batman characters, there's a way that they could pull it off, but we'll see. Well, one thing that I, too, hope does not suck, and one thing that I can't wait for. We pretty much said all there is to say, but it's coming out in the end of March on HBO. Godzilla versus Kong pumped. Mm. It's the death match of 2021 that we all need right now. I can't wait to see city uh, cities possibly. I'm guessing it'll be New York City, but I just can't wait to see any cities completely destroyed by these I, guys. I think it's Hong Kong. Okay. It looked like it looked like Hong Kong in the
2: trailer. I'm I'm thinking I think they said this there's going to be a clear winner. Who do you think wins? Hmm. Because I don't think anybody actually dies, but I bet there apparently is a winner.
0: I keep thinking that Godzilla's got the upper hand with the nuclear blast. I feel like it's got to be Godzilla, but I think
2: people are um, more—they're more compassionate for Kong because he's basically Mm -hmm. an animal we can like comprehend. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wonder if it's going to be Kong that wins. I'll I'll lock in. Do you want to lock in Godzilla? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take Kong then, unless you want to switch. No, we I can't have the same thing.
0: No, I I, I agree with, with what you're saying in terms of, I bet they'll go with the one that's more relatable, but I'm I'm going to stick by Godzilla.
2: Well, I'm glad this is a $1,000 bet.
0: I'm going to have to uh, save up this month because this is going to be pricey if I don't win. <laughs> man, big month, man. I just said man twice. <laughs> it's uh, that's how big it is because we have to go over uh, over everything. Uh, uh, we're checking our list and checking it twice because March there's so much coming out that whether it's streaming and it's a movie that's streaming or something that is a book by Stephen King. There's nonetheless no shortage to keep us busy at home, and it's crazy because actually I'm loving this. I'm I'm ready. So what did we? We had, later,
2: we had mm-hmm. um, Justice League, Kong. Did, and, you have, what, did you have Falcon? You yeah, did? Yeah, so we, we did. Okay. We had four of five. Yeah.
0: yeah, so you win. You, you now get $500. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how I'm going to afford that, but as you said, and- I'll let you maybe pay maybe, in increments. Can I pay you in Bitcoin? Right now, I may have some. Yeah. I have
2: no idea how that works, but sure, let's do it. Ooh.
0: I'll trade some with you because right now, at least it's going up and um, you may want to cash out before it crashes. Oh, jeez. Thanks, thanks to all those Reddit users. But yeah, that's going to take care of our March pickums. Uh, good month, solid month, so much coming out. Do you think that we'll continue picking five for the upcoming months? Mm, I haven't even looked ahead to April. April's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be as good as, as March, but there's I mean, some I'm just, solid
2: picks. I'm already looking ahead to, to May, because Army of Dark, not Army of Darkness. <laughs> Army of the dead. I swear to you, I have CTE.
0: <laughs> it's just uh it's just because of the the time of day and uh it's at the end of the week. And you're just you're just ready to put on some WandaVision and not get spoiled. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say this is Friday. Uh, it's Wandavision
0: day for me. I always wait. Oh no, it comes out on Fridays. Good lord! Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go lay down. <laughs> you may you may need to uh, put on some Tom and Jerry first to see that and mm, just clear. Yeah, your mind. I might need to. I might need to shut my brain down for a little bit. Got to see that big cameo by Arnold and Tom and Jerry. Arnold? I'm joking. I have no idea. It would not surprise me based on the current cast list that they've been able to nail for that movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, hey, they're
2: getting paid handsomely for that. So it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's very true. All right. Well, it's time to call it quits for this time. And uh, <laughs> we're. It's uh, time
2: to call it quits for this time.
0: For For this episode. I think both of us are starting to uh, uh, lose our minds, but at least we've reached the end of this episode. So, film fans, thanks for joining us on yet another episode of Calling Check Podcast. Until next time, keep watching.